Breaking news, Justin Fields is not expected to run less, but they just want him to get hit less. Sports Talk Chicago, here for John Zaglou. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Follow us all over at Sports Talk Chicago and hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms in Orland Park. Link in the description of this video. Yeah, you heard me right. The Bears are not interested in running Justin Fields less. And I find this interesting because over the past couple of months, there's been more talk about, okay, Fields is going to have weapons. He's going to have an offensive line. There's no need to run him as much as they did last season. We saw last year how many times the Bears kind of put him in harm's way, how many times Fields got beat up and even injured near the end of this season. And people were wondering, myself included, how they would address things moving forward, knowing he has weaponry, he may have a little bit more protection, going to be more integrated in this offense with Lucchetti. But here's what ESPN insider Dan Graziano had to say. He said, quote, don't be surprised if quarterback Justin Fields keeps running. I asked a Bears official if the team wanted Fields to run less this season to avoid putting himself in harm's way. The response was, quote, well, we want him to get hit less which indicates it might not be as simple as running him less. In watching the 55 sacks the Fields took in 2022, it seemed like a lot of them were the result of indecisiveness in the pocket, which is understandable for a young QB. It should be something that gets better this year. Here's some more. The acquisition of DJ Moore has been a major improvement for the receiver room, and that upgrade plus another offseason of work should help this passing game evolve. But Fields isn't just a good runner. He's a historically special runner at the QB position, Picking up 1,143 yards on the ground last year. Look for the Bears and Fields to keep finding creative ways to use his running ability as an asset that keeps drives alive and occasionally leads to a really big scoring play. Long quote, here's my reaction. I'm okay with the Bears finding ways to make Fields a history-making quarterback. I love the idea of running quarterbacks. And I say idea because in Madden, they're fun to use. And statistically speaking, they're fun to watch. And I hope that Justin Fields continues to run the football like he did last year, but with less of an opportunity to get hurt. That said, I really hope that they don't just hang him out out to dry like they did last year. Because it is worth mentioning, and it was in this quote, he was sacked 55 times. He was sacked the most out of any quarterback in the NFL. He had no protection. And there were a lot of times in which Luke Getze just did not call the right plays in which there were designed QB runs with no protection, no blocking, nothing, times in which Justin Fields got beat up, frankly. Remember, he missed the last couple of games last year. Now the Bears were tanking, but he was still beat up. He was still hurt. The Bears do have to be careful. Another goal is not to run less, but to get hit less. That's nice, but I hope that there's a plan in place to actually follow through and execute. (laughs) I mean, everybody could say, hey, I just want him to run more and get hit less. Okay, great. In theory, that's fun. But what are they going to do to make it happen? The offensive line is banged up. We talked about that on last week's show. We don't even know what the Bears are going to do week one. We have no idea what their offensive line is going to look like other than the fact that Tevin Jenkins was placed on the IR and has to miss four games, minimum. So arguably their most talented lineman next to maybe Darnell Wright won't be there. They're going to have to be careful in the way in which they use Justin Fields and in their strategy in which they deploy them. And the other interesting point here, too, they talk about, oh, Fields got sacked a lot because of his indecisiveness in the pocket. That's somewhat true, but I don't buy that fully. 
You have to remember, Justin Fields played with the worst offensive line in front of him in the NFL last year. Now, I know some PFF statistics state the Bears were 15th in the NFL. I don't buy it because I see the eye test. We watched every game last year, and we did the broadcast here on YouTube. There is no way you could tell me their offensive line was mid-level last year. They sucked. They were near the bottom of the league. And their talent and the mishmash of talent that they had was horrendous. We talked about that, too. The only superstar in that line, uh, talent-wise and physical-wise, was Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins was a young draft pick, high potential, and performed well. Everybody else on that line were sixth, seventh-round picks. They were undrafted. It was actually horrendous, no matter how you slice it. So PFF can buzz off on this one because there's no way that that was true. The fact is the Bears had a historically bad offensive line, similar, I would argue, to Joe Burrow and the Bengals when Burrow debuted in his rookie year, and even till this day. So I'm not going to sit here and blame Fields 100% for the amount of sacks he took last year. Now, were there times in which he got taken down due to indecisiveness, due to maybe a bad read trying to run the football, got taken down behind the line of scrimmage? 100%. Of course it happened. And we criticized Fields when he made those mistakes. But I'm not going to kill somebody for getting .9 seconds to throw the football because his offensive line is so bad that they can't even freaking protect him. Not going to do that. Not all of his sacks were because of only indecisiveness. Oh, it's all on him. Move on. No. I want to make that clear. And yes, with an offseason full of work and Entering his third year in the NFL, yes, his decisiveness will be better. And I hope that in general, Fields' pocket presence and pocket passing ability was worked on and it'll improve. But you can improve as a pocket passer and still run the football. Doesn't have to be one or the other, in my opinion. He just needs to know when to ditch the pocket when things get too much and when to stay in the pocket to throw the football. Last year, it seemed like if anything just went wrong slightly, something tiny, minute, he would run out of the pocket and run the football. And well, that's okay in terms of gaining yards and getting a couple of electric plays, long-term, it's not going to be sustainable. He's going to get beat up more. He's going to get hurt. At that point, by just kind of going out of the pocket, every play becomes a broken play. So there's no offensive strategy or approach moving forward. So yes, there are going to be issues. I would hope that this year there's less of that. But at the same time, if the Bears choose to run fields and they have the protection and the personnel and they're prepared for it, great. I hope he gains another 1,000 yards and makes more history. I want Justin Fields. I want my quarterback making history. That's fun. That's exciting. But I don't want it to happen at the expense of his health or at the expense of him even being out on the field or at the expense of him getting sacked 54 t- or 55 times. <laughs> that I don't want. I'd rather feel stay in the pocket all day and get sacked 30 times than endure 55 bone-crushing hits and gain 1,100 yards. So I think the key is they need to find a balance. They need to find a balance. And even Graziano said in this quote, look for the Bears and Fields to keep finding creative ways to use his running ability as an asset that keeps drives alive and occasionally leads to a really big scoring play. That's fine with me. The Bears even did so to an extent with Mitch Trubisky. Remember the game in 2021? The Bears um, beat the Broncos, I believe, on a field goal from Eddie Pinheiro. And Mitch Trubisky, on a fourth down and 12, with less than a minute to go, scrambled, ran 15 yards, kept the drive alive, set up the field goal they won. 
and Fields did that last year many a time in games too. That's fine with me. Extending drives, desperation, third and 15, nobody's open. I'm going to run the football. Awesome. That's great. Moving the offense downfield. How about first and 10 at the 20? Fields runs one off for 20 yards. That's a great motivator and a great way to keep moving forward. It just needs to be controlled, and there needs to be a plan. Because if not, he's going to get hurt. And more than that, even or equal to that, he's going to get sacked a lot again. He just needs to find the right time to run the football and the right time to pass or stay in the pocket. The Bears in general, Luke Getze needs to do the same and needs to call plays with that in mind. But remember, too, the Bears have more weapons this year. See, I don't blame Justin Fields for running more often last season considering his wide receivers couldn't catch the ball and his offensive line was horrendous. I don't blame him. Yeah, if I was in the pocket and I'm already getting sacked at a career high, at, a, at an NFL-level high, and then on top of it I look around and look for my receivers and I see EQ St. Brown and Dante Pettis and Bayless Jones Jr., yeah, I'm not going to want to throw the football. <laughs> I'd rather take the sack knowing, okay, I lost yards, than throw it up and have stone hands try and catch it and fumble it. Or get the ball yanked out of their hand in the fourth quarter to lose a game. We all remember what I'm talking about. So I don't blame Justin Fields for being in that situation and wanting to run more. Yes, when there's trouble and you see those guys out there ready to catch the football, yeah, I'm running the ball. I'm going to run out of the way and do my best to gain five, six yards or See if I can avoid pressure and at least stay at the line of scrimmage or throw it away. Going to be different this year. You could throw the ball to DJ Moore and have confidence that if it's near him, it's going to be caught. You could have confidence knowing, hey, Darnell Mooney's back and he's healthy and he got 1,000-plus yards under my watch, not last year, but the year before. Hey, Chase Claypool's trying to improve. He's going to be better. I would have confidence if I'm a QB and I see the pressure coming at me and I got those three guys out there primarily rather than EQ and Pettis and St. Brown. Or, I'm sorry, Bayless Jones. I'd rather, much rather see Mooney and Claypool and Moore out there. That gives me more confidence. Plus, potentially Roshan Johnson out of the backfield ready for a check down who actually knows how to catch the football too. He is going to have many more weapons out there and many more sure-handed receivers open and available to catch the football if he gets in trouble. That's going to be key because his offensive line might still be beat up. We don't know how good it's going to be because we don't know who's going to be playing week one and even in the weeks to come. So when you really think about it, he has more assets offensively, and that's going to allow him to hopefully cut down on that sack number and cut down on potential injuries and design runs even, or scrambling runs, because there's no need to do it because you have guys out there that you can trust and throw the ball to, guys you can be confident in. That's a part that I think is a little bit overlooked. It's going to be a little bit different this year. I mean, even in this article, it goes on to say, and this is through sports mockery, they kind of commented on this, which I kind of agree with. Most of the hardest hits Justin Fields took last season was when he tried to stay in the pocket. Sometimes it was because the offensive line blocking had a breakdown. And other times it's because Fields held the ball too long. So there were a lot of people who were guilty for what happened last year. And we don't want to sit here and have to tread through a 3-14 and season again, but if you just 
briefly recall, yeah, there were a lot of issues with last season. A lot of guys screwed up. Justin Fields was learning. The Bears' offensive line was historically bad. There were a lot of rookies, one-year contract guys, guys who probably had no business being on an NFL roster. So, yeah, it was bad. We all remember and we all know. Time to move forward. And the positive thing about moving forward this year is there are weapons and there are opportunities to avoid these bone-crushing sacks. Fields could still run the football. They could still design runs around him, or he could scramble if he's in trouble. But it doesn't need to be the cornerstone of the entire offense. Justin Fields last year was the focal point of the offense, like he will be this year, but he was last year in a different way. It wasn't passing the ball, being the quarterback, being a leader, moving forward. It was, oh, crap, Justin, third and 14, run the ball. Oh, crap, Justin, you're in trouble. Just run and keep us alive. It won't be like that this year, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be all on his shoulders, trying to find a way to avoid pressure on his own with a bad offensive line, not being able to even throw the football on time, scrambling to keep drives alive. It should happen once in a while, not as often as it did last year. That's the key. And that's what I think What I think this article and this insight from Graziano is trying to indicate. Even And all this came from a Bears official. The, the, the source named here is a Bears official. We want him to get hit less. That was the response, and that's 100% true. The goal is to have Fields be the focal point, but not really be the focal point. They want him to be the center of this offense, but they don't want him having to put everything on his shoulders to the point where he is physically harming himself, putting himself in harm's way due to having to run the football every single time on a third and 10 because there's no wide receiver open, there's no offensive line help, and he needs to scramble to avoid pressure. That's, I think, the difference that the Bears are going to be going for this season. They want him to run. They want him to be who he is, but they don't want him to do it to a fault. They don't want him to be in emergency mode 24-7, having to constantly avoid pressure, scramble and run and keep drives alive, and then consistently get sacked or hit in general because all he's doing is running the football because there's nobody out there to catch it. And he has no blocking, and he has nothing. And the Bears offensively have nothing. That's how it was last year. They had nothing. Luke Getze, I mean, who was he going to rely on besides Fields? Nobody. Remember, Moody got hurt. Herbert got hurt. Claypool was horrible. It's a much different situation this year, and that's exciting and really comforting, especially if you're a Justin Fields fan and you're hoping that he can stay on the field for all 17 games. That's exciting. That's comforting. And I think this news even is encouraging as a Bears fan. And I hope that we kind of broke down what I think they're trying to indicate here. They want Fields to be the guy, no question. They just don't want him being the guy to the point where it's detrimental to his own health, his own ability, and his own team. Thanks for watching today's show here on Sports Talk Chicago. Appreciate all of you tuning in. Subscribe to the channel for more Chicago Bears and Chicago sports content. Hit us up all over on social media at Sports Talk Chicago. Big thank you to John Meadows, directing and producing. And hit up our sponsor, Amish Country Farms. Link is in the description below. So long, everyone.